everybody and welcome to the final podcast of Touchdown in the UK of the regular season of the 2020 NFL season. It's been a roller coaster ride so far. We've had some highs where Cliffs reached the top spot of the NFL Pickums, sponsored by Skybet. We've had some lows more recently, particularly when we look at how the Browns are performing at the minute. The team that we've all been backing all season are finally crumbling at the end of the season. It's looking like it's a miracle going to be required for Big Cliff to win the NFL Pickums. It's almost looking like a miracle for the Browns to qualify for the playoffs as well, which we thought was a certainty a couple of weeks ago. Nico had some shrewd picks over the last few weeks. And not only that, are his charges coming good, finally a bit too late for the playoffs, but they're finally coming good and putting together a nice string of performances. How are we doing, lads? I'll let Nico start this week. Being as I'm still drawing my tears over here. I'm good, thank you. As you said, Chargers got another victory. A little bit too late for it to count for anything. We're stopping up forward to watch. We fired the way in the second half, but it was still still a victory that you'll take. Probably going to keep Anthony Lynn in his job a little bit longer, probably into the new season. So we'll see how it goes from there. As you've mentioned, I crumbled a little bit. I fell to 22nd in the overall rankings now on the Pickhams. And the Browns obviously lost to the 1-13 and 13 Jets. I'm not going to mention the bad luck story of all our wide receivers going out because I can't be bothered to listen to Nico say that Chargers have faced that in the past. But yeah, on to this week. Beat the Steelers. We're in the playoffs. Let's be positive. I like that. I like that. Stay positive. We're nearly at the end. 22nd in the world is nothing to be sniffed at. We've got to accept that. We believe, we believe in you, Cliff, but I think it might be a bit too much of an ask now to make up the gap. Um, looking at last week's picks then, before we move on to see what teams we're picking this week, um, Nico got 11 picks correct to last week with the NFL Pickums, obviously sponsored by Skybet that we've been working so closely with all season, the one that Cliff's been doing so well with. Myself and Cliff both, unfortunately, only getting 10. Um, I will say, very disappointed with the Eagles. Um, I thought they were going to take it down to the last game. I didn't think they'd have enough to take it to the playoffs, but I thought they'd have a real blockbuster shootout against Washington this week. However, crumbled very early on after a very promising start. Um, and also the big game that we've all been disappointed with is got to be the Browns-Jets. Cliff, I'm not going to go into it anymore for you because I know how sore it is. I can see from your reaction right now and I'm sure the listeners can hear the pain in your voice. Um, is there anything you want to add on the last couple of weeks? You've been having, you've been ahead in the last few weeks. Anything you want to sort of pass on your secrets to your recent success? I'm not sure it's secrets. The, the two obvious ones that let me down this week, well, I'll say obvious. Browns was the obvious one that let me down. But then also the Cardinals and Niners. I know Niners haven't been out of the division completely this year, but Cardinals, I thought, would get the victory there. And that's cost me another win this week. But apart from that, Eagles, Cowboys, Washington Panthers, they're still pretty much toss-up games. Bengals, Texans, they're all similar level teams. Fair enough. Right then. So looking forward, as Cliff said, let's be positive. Let's look forward into the future. We're going to run through now each of the final games of the regular season for you. We've mixed up the order a little bit this week. So we've got the key games where things matter in them first. And we'll talk you through some of the permutations of what might happen, depending on which teams win. There are a few dead rubber games that we will go through, but we'll focus on the big games first. Um, starting with the AFC, then moving to the NFC. So a slight mix up here. Now, 
there's one game that everyone in this pod and I'm sure lots of you around the world are interested in. The big game we're all focusing on is the Browns Steelers. It's going to be a tight one. NFL Pickham predicting 55% in favour of the Browns. So one of the closest ones we can get. The spread is in favour of the Browns. When I checked earlier, it's minus 6.5. I believe that may even be stretching a little bit more now. Huge game, Cliff. It means it's got to come to you here. You're the one it matters most to, not just in the Pickens, but to your team of your heart. Talk us through this big game. I was unhappy at first when the producers gave me this one, I must admit, just because of how much it does mean to me. But I think, if I'm honest, it's all going to come down to the team, not all going to come down to actually, but it's going to come down a lot to the team that the Steelers actually pick. Uh, they obviously won the division, they've secured the playoff spot. So if the rest starters touch wood, it'll make it an easier game for the Browns. But I think it's going to come down to who wants to win more in this game. And I just think it's going to be the Browns. And I don't know if that's my heart or my head talking, but I think the Browns are going to get the win in this one. I can see Nico laughing there. I know for a fact that he will be back in the Steelers in this one. I just know it. I, I like the, the Steelers to win just for the, the entertainment of Cliff's, not excuses, but his feedback on the result and where things could have gone differently over the season. But at the same time, I'd like Browns to get there just so he can have a little bit of happiness in his life. As he said to us earlier in the week, it was his daughter's birthday on Sunday and that kind of killed the vibe when they <laughs> lost against the Jets. No, I do. I think it's going to come down to who wants it more. Hopefully, it all comes down to Thursday as well. We've um, the wide receiving team, whether they're test negative and they can join the team again and practice. Um, and I think if we get Landry back, Higgins, etc., I think the Browns can win and clinch a playoff spot. But there's so much up in the air at the minute. Whether if it's the same team that played against the Jets, I think count us out. So my pick for this one will decide on what the teams look like completely. But at the mini, I'm staying positive. Browns are going to clinch the first playoff spot since 2003. And we're going to do it against the Steelers at home. That's what we like to hear, a bit of positivity. So staying in the AFC North, then we've got the Ravens-Bengals playoff. Um, Ravens win, it secures the playoffs nice and straight and clear for those 97% on Pickham's in favour of the Ravens. So lots of people back in Ravens. The spread is also back in that minus 11.5 to the Ravens. Nico, what are you saying for this one? Yeah, as you say, Ravens, uh, they need the win. They're in control of their own destiny as a win puts them in the playoffs, no matter what other results happen. A Bengals win, so the Ravens loss would see them needing a Colts or a Browns loss, I think, to get the playoff spot. There's a chance after the Bengals won last week, but, for me, the Ravens are on a four-game winning streak. I expect they'll extend it into the playoffs and go into their five unbeaten. And for the Bengals, they're, they're dwindling down the bottom. I think they're currently fifth in the draft order. But depending on the result this week, they can move between third and tenth. I'm going to back the Ravens in this one. Yeah, I think I think you'll get a lot of people back in the Ravens. It seems like a sensible one in the games where things matter. Um, so over to the AFC East now is my pick. It's the uh, the prime pick of um, NFL Pickhams, the Bills Dolphins. Um, obviously, the Bills on absolute fire at the minute, steaming into the playoffs. They are my team for the playoffs. I know I don't know as much as as these two experts here, but these are the team that I'm backing. I'm ex backing a surprise here. 
Um, the Dolphins obviously have a lot to play for in this game. They need to win and they're relying, as Nico mentioned, on a Ravens and Browns loss in this to qualify for the playoffs. However, um, I'm backing the Bills. The margin, the spread wasn't up. I know I've mentioned before I'm going to be backing um, using the betting to guide my margins, but I'm going to be going for seven points on this one. I think the, Dol- uh, the Bills are going to win by a score. Um, staying in the AFC, but moving AFC South, we've got the Colts, Jags. Now, I'm pretty sure me and Cliff in particular, I'm pretty sure me and Cliff both picked Colts last week. You right, we were right in that, Cliff? Yeah, I picked the Colts. And I felt sick to my stomach when they blew it away, I've got to say. that was I think that was the point that Nico grabbed on us last week. And I was absolutely ashamed at Phil Rivers. I mean, this is a family podcast and we try to keep the language one that we can all listen to. But I've got to say, there's a few choice words I could have had about Phil Rivers and the Colts in general. It was um, a weird one for me there because I was obviously watching the Browns game and wanting the Steelers to win. And then, obviously, we fumbled on the fourth down. So, Who fumbled? Yeah, it was a strange one. Baker Mayfield, quarterback sneak, fumbled. Just the once, so... or? He did three, mate, but uh-huh. we'll leave it there. Yeah, we'll leave nothing else to say about Choker Mayfield. I mean, Baker Mayfield. Um, so, Colts, Jags, then. Um, they blew it, like I said, last week. They are relying on... Other games, other games, uh, sorry, the Dolphins and the Browns to lose for the Colts to qualify. Um, the margin is massively in favour of the Colts. We're looking at minus 14 on the spread. Um, and on NFL pickers, 99% of the people picking the Colts. We know that's not always the, the true indicator because we've had 100% against one team and they've won in the past. So, Cliff, who are you going for in this one? Well, with the Jaguars nailed on the first draft pick now, Will they actually win a game? And will they actually turn up and upset the the odds and beat the Colts? My answer is no. I'm going with the Colts comfortably winning. I think the Colts will be licking the wounds and they'll be devastated last week with the result. And I just think they'll turn over the Jaguars. Um, I think it'll be a comfortable victory. Would you would you hesitate? Would you potentially take it on at minus 14? Um, I, I don't like the big spreads minus 14 and stuff because I think it takes a lot to win by that. But yeah, I think in this game, I do think the Colts will get the, their business end done and I think it'll be over by half-time, if I'm honest, and they'll keep the lead this time instead of bottling it like they did against the Steelers. I mean, we can only hope in that for the Colts fans out there. Um, last game then in the NFC, in the AFC sorry, that matters this week is to you, Nico. It is Texans-Titans. Um, key game for the Titans to win the AFC South if they win this game. Yeah, Titans win or matching the Colts' results sees them take the division. All of their losses this season have been against playoff calibre teams. I think the only one that wasn't was the Bengals when they did have Joe Burrow prior to his injury. Deshaun Watson, although he's had great moments, they're down at the third pick in the draft next season. And even that is owned by the Dolphins, so they might not get much better then either. For me, this is a Titans win, unless Deshaun Watson can come up with some some magic in the final game. And at the spread, looking at minus 7.5, what do you think to that? 
I think it'll be, yeah, I can see why that's the spread. It's going to be around that, isn't it? I probably wouldn't back it in this case because I think the, the Texans probably could hold them close. You wouldn't back it because you're not great at take a punt, to be honest. So a good, yeah. be- good better would probably back that one. And I think that's why I'm going to have it in take a punt. One for a little bit later on, listeners. Right, three dead rubbers then in the AFC. So we'll go through these. We've got one pick each. We'll keep it shorter than the other ones so we can focus a bit more time on the games that matter in the NFC. Um, firstly with me, AFC East, it's the Patriots Jets. Now, Patriots seem to be dropping like a stone. Um, Jets seem to be having a little bit of a resurgence. And I am actually going to back the Jets here. I think they're going to follow up on their victory over the Browns and prove really to everyone that actually their their winless streak this season was probably a little bit harsh on them. Um, the Pickham's is mainly going in favour of the Patriots, really. 69% in favour of the Patriots. But I'm backing the Jets here. First time I'm back the Jets, I think, this season. So, fingers crossed, they are there. Uh, over to Cliff then. AFC West, we've got the Raiders-Broncos. Uh, looking to be a close game on the spread. Minus 2.5. Cliff, what are you going for for that one? I think it's going to be a Raiders win, just about. Um, and I think the spread doesn't surprise me. I think two teams... Got nothing to play for, as you mentioned earlier, but I'm just going to pick the Raiders based on I think they're the better team overall than the Broncos. And 83% of the picksters going for that as well. So I think it's going to be a close one, but I think for me, if one game, I'm probably not going to win or get all 16 right, seeing as I've not got more than 12 all season. But if there's one game I'm going to get wrong, it's probably going to be this one. I think that the Raiders at minus two is actually a good bet. I think the Raiders are comfortably a better team than the Broncos when their full team turns up, but they just haven't been able to pull it out in recent weeks. I don't really want to talk about the Raiders this week either because they let me down last week as well. <laughs> I said I wasn't going to change my um, picks once I've locked them in, but as I've told you both, I, I changed to the Raiders last minute and then the field goal and the Fitzpatrick no-look pass has uh, cost me, and that was one that I would have got right if I stuck with my guns. If there's Sorry. a lesson that we can learn from this pod and we can learn from this season, that is don't change your picks. Stick to your guns and don't change your picks. Because we would have sat right here in front of us, the number one pickster in the world right now, if he'd stuck to his guns this season. I'm not... It sounds brutal, Cliff, and it's a, it's a compliment if you can <laughs> get through that veil of criticism I've just given you. But... One thing we've learned, listeners, and I want everyone to take this away when you're thinking about the playoffs and moving into next season, is don't change your picks. And I'm sure we'll all agree with me in here. Right, dead rubber again, Nico. Chiefs Chargers. I mean, best team in the league against the best team in your heart. <laughs> yeah, as you say, best team in the league based on the record. They're the first 15-1 and one team. If they win, obviously. If they He's win. given the win already. Okay. If they win, they're the first 15-1 and one team since uh, Panthers in 2015. And they're already at the best ever, their best ever regular season record of 14 wins anyway. I, I'm unsure. That obviously, they've got the seed locked up, number one seed. They're, I think they'll rest players, but I don't. I, I, still, I still don't. Still not sure if it's going to be enough for a Chargers win. I am fully like, I don't know which way to go with this. Part of me wants to say Chargers have done well in recent weeks. And if we win, we've won three division games in a row since the first time since 2013. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Go on, I'll back us. We'll back the Chargers. Are you backing the Chargers? Oh my word! Wasn't I'm gonna be honest, Nico. 
I'm going to be honest. I, I think I'm going to back the Chargers this week. Oh. I do think I'm going to back the Chargers. Go on, Theo, jump on board. I will not be backing the Chargers this week. <laughs> so, listeners, you know who's going to win our mini league this week? It's going to be me. There's one I'm going to gain on everyone. Flipping over to the NFC then, we've got some key games coming up. We've got four games where things matter. As I mentioned at the start of the pod, not only was I devastated that the Eagles blew it last week against Cowboys, their main rivals, um, but I was more devastated because it would have set up the NFC East blockbuster game of the season to finish. Winner of which game would have saw that team go to the playoffs. However, there's only one team that it matters for, um, but it is a team, as we know, that are close to my heart. So it's only right that the regulation season ends with two teams that are close to my heart. Now, to be honest with you, the, the natural thing that would happen, thinking about teams that I support being pretty poor, that the Eagles would probably win this one and starve my other second favourite team a chance of the playoffs. Um they are, the Pickhams are going slightly in favour of Washington. It's not massively, though. It's 63% of Picksters going for Washington. The spread is just minus two, so the bookies think it's going to be a close game. But Washington, remember, have the title in their hands. So they win this game, they win the NFC East. Um, and I, for that reason, I'm going to be back in Washington. I know there's been a lot of press around recently, obviously releasing their uh, quarterback after his misdemeanours, which I think is personally justified. Um, however, I think Washington are going to have enough because the Eagles, for me, have not been good enough. Um, I've felt a lot of hope when I saw Jalen Hurts recently. However, they just don't seem good enough for me. Um, lads, are you with me on that one? I know don't don't normally share it out, but are you did fancy in Washington in this one as well. I think it's yeah. a tough one because they've just Dwayne Haskins, Alex Smith. I think he's going to be back for the game, but if he's not, or if he goes off injured, your third choice quarterback's coming in. I think I'm going to pick Washington. I think um, I think they'll get the win. I think Eagles will put up a fight. I think it's close, but I think Washington will do enough. Um, so staying in the NFC East, the worst division in terms of quality, best division in terms of entertainment. Um, we've got the Giants Cowboys over to you, Cliff. Um, Cowboys needing a win to have a chance of the playoffs. Um, spread looking at minus three. Who are you backing in this? So, yeah, a few weeks ago we had a question, who will win the NFC East? And I backed the Cowboys back then. And had a few murmurs and laughs, I think, from both of you. And having won three in a row, I'm going to back them again to win this one and hope that the Eagles win and the Cowboys steal the division. The only thing that makes me not want the Cowboys to steal the division is to see another skip by this is dance video. That was horrific. <laughs> that was horrific. I mean, if you are going to have any chance of making up the gap as well between a top cliff, you've just told us you're picking Washington, so potentially yeah. winning that favour as well. I think Washington will win. I think Cowboys will win and they'll just miss out. But I think I'm going to back the Cowboys to beat the Giants after winning the last three in a row. They've got the form. Giants have lost the last three in a row. Um, so I think, yeah, I think the Cowboys will go to New York and handle the business. Yeah, I don't think that's a bad bet, to be honest, at minus three on the spread. I think the Cowboys obviously needing to win. I think it's a decent bet for me. Um, Nico, another game that matters then in the NFC North is the Packers-Bears. Um, obviously, the Bears win 
that gets them in the playoffs. Um, what are we going for in this? Yeah, Packers have the NFC North wrapped up, but they haven't got the number one seed just yet. They can fall to as low as third, I believe, if the Seahawks and the Saints both win. As I said earlier, I think it would be the Titans. The Bears are in control of their own fate. A win or better in Cardinals results sees them take the playoffs. But I think the Packers probably won't rest too many players if they've still got something to play for. So I'm going Packers on this one. And spread looking at 5.5 in favour of the Packers. You think that's a good bet? Yeah, the form they're in at the minute, I probably would take that. Yeah, I think that's a decent bet myself. Um, final game then in the NFC that matters, and it is an absolute Western-style shootout. Rams-Cardinals. Winner gets the playoffs. What we like to see, the sort of games you want to see at the end of the season, what makes the NFL so exciting. Um, for me, she's down to me, obviously, this pick. Um, I'm used to back, and I have in the past back birds. I always prefer my birds, as you know. Um, however, the birds recently have been letting me down, particularly the Cardinals. I think it's it's a weaker bird. It's a smaller bird. It's not as strong as the Eagles and the Seahawks and things like that. So for that reason, I'm going to be back in the Rams. I'm going with 73% of the picksters here. And we're back in the Rams um, who have been pretty decent. And have faltered a little bit of late, but been pretty decent overall across the season. Um, we've got four dead rubbers then now in the NFC. Cliff, going to you first. We've got the NFC West, Seahawks, 49ers. Who are you going for with that one? Yeah, um, I think for the Seahawks, it's an important game. I think, obviously, if they win and results go the way, as Nico just said, I think they can clinch the number one seed. So I think there's more on it riding for them, 49ers. Although they had a good win last week, an upset win, if anything, um, I think the Seahawks will do enough. The Seahawks defence has showed up recently. Um, so I think, yeah, Seahawks will do enough to get the win and hopefully results will go their way and they'll get higher up in the in the conference. And 92% of the picksters going with you there, Cliff, on that one as well. So Nico, NFC North, Vikings, Lions, probably the game that least people are interested in, unless you <laughs> live in Minnesota or Detroit. Exactly what I'm thinking. I, I've literally gotten very little to say on this. Unless you're a fan of either, I, ca I can't see it being a game that you're going to choose to watch. I'm going with the Vikings just because they've been the better of the two teams all season. Moving swiftly on, back to me in the NFC South. Um, we've got the Panthers, Saints. Um, again, nothing really to gain for each team in this one. 98% of the picks is going for the Saints. Minus 6.5 on the spread looks a good bet to me, and I will be back in the Saints in this. And to wrap up the final picks of the regulation season, we're over to you, Cliff, in the NFC South. We've got the Bucks Falcons. Who are you going with? I'm going to go with the Bucks to repeat the close game that they won two weeks ago against the Falcons. Um, the Falcons have been good recently in terms of keeping games close. I mean, last week against the Chiefs, I think it was 17-14 in the end. But I just think the Bucks will beat them this week. I think it'll be a close game. Like I said, they're, they're doing well keeping it close, but the Bucks will get the victory in the end. And Tom and Brady's on his way to the playoffs again. <laughs> and in terms of that, Cliff, I'm taking you wouldn't take the Bucks on at minus 6.5 on the spread? No, not this week for me. 
Right, listeners, that wraps up our final round of regulation picks for the 2020 season. Moving on then to our next feature that we've had all season, one that started very brightly, but has faltered away over time, largely not down to myself, but this is where we take a punt. We've got, from us here, we've had a look at the bets, we look around evens, we look at which bets are going to, um, we think going to be winning this week. We pick one each, didn't do too well last week, probably the less said about that, the better, um, but Nico, who are our picks this week in as part of our take a punt? So you had Titans to beat the Texans at the handicap of minus seven. I had the Patriots to beat the Jets with a handicap of minus three. And Cliff had the Washington football team to beat the Eagles with a handicap of minus 1.5 at 5.56 to one on Skyref. So 5.50 to one. Good bet, I think, there. I think that I think we're going to start the take a punt with a win, and I think hopefully we'll be ending the take a punt with a win today. So, listeners, I would urge yourselves, get on that treble. Gamble responsibly, remember, but enjoy. Right, over to his favourite part of the week. Cliff, we might have half an hour, half a minute of Mayfield or something daft if you manage to make the playoffs. Um, but... The final half I can a guarantee of you now for 20 Mayfield will make an appearance in this half a minute of Herbert as well. Right. He's digging at you here, Nico. Make it a good one. It's your last one of 2020. You've got 30 seconds. Are you ready? Go. So as Cliff said, I'm going to mention him. Baker Mayfield no longer holds the record as Justin Herbert set the new record of 28 passing touchdowns for a rookie in his, in his rookie season uh, with a pass to Eckler for nine yards. Still got one game left, so, you know, we could see a bit more. He'd need six more to tie the franchise record of 34 set by Phil Rivers. So I think that's a little way off. Um, however, he can still catch Andrew Luck's passing yards record and needs 340 yards to break that. Spot on, I mean, that is pretty much on the money. I don't think you could have got it more on the money there. I've got to say, he's took a bit of time to practice it, but he's finally got it in under 30 seconds. And as Cliff mentioned, he did, couldn't resist himself to mention Mayfield or his second favourite player, Phil Rivers. Nico, how many touchdown passes is he off Philip Rivers? He needs six to equal his franchise record. And Herbert didn't come in for until which game? The third, was it? No, he, can't, he only missed one game. So, oh, was it only he, one, sorry? Yeah. So, <laughs> over to our listeners' questions then. We've had these through our Twitter page. If you don't follow us on socials, hit us up on Twitter. It's at Touchdown in the UK. You can hit us up individually at Theo TDUK, at Cliff TDUK, and at Nico TDUK. So, our first pick, uh, sorry, our first listeners' question this week, nice open one when we, we've discussed a few weeks ago. Who is your MVP for this season? Nico, over to you first. I think this is an easy one now, obviously so close to the end. Aaron Rodgers is is clearly set up to be the MVP. I think Mahomes has done really well, obviously, but he needs a lot to, I think, to take it away from Rodgers in the final week. Cliff, you don't be happy about that? No, I'm, I'm happy with that. I'm agreeing exactly with what Nicole just said. I think Aaron Rodgers is a cert to win MVP this season now. Fair enough. I mean, that's probably a first for the podcast that you two have actually agreed on something. <laughs> so we've had a bit of progress there, listeners, we've got to say. Um, next up then, one I don't think you'll probably agree on, is what has been your most memorable play of the season? Chances are one's going to be a Chargers, one's going to be a Browns one. But who knows? Cliff, over to you first this time. 
Um, most memorable play for me. I'm not going to go with the Browns one. I'm going to steer away from the Browns, even though I've got a lot to choose from. The one that sticks out for me was um, DK Metcalf running back after an interception, and he just came out of nowhere. He was off the screen, and then all of a sudden came running back, and I think he tackled him on the 10-yard line, and it, it was just a clear message to anyone who was interested in ever playing the game, never give up on a play. So that one stood out for me this season. I like that. A play with morals about it. I like that a lot. Right, Nico, who are you going for? Yeah, so although Herbert has thrown some lasers to Keenan Allen, uh, the Kyler Murray, Hale Murray against the Bills in week 10 was obviously one of the highlights. Mahomes against the Chargers in week two with a massive pass to Tyreek Hill was another one. Um, but special mention to Alvin Kamara with his six rushing touch, touchdowns on Christmas Day, which is obviously more than one play, but tied a 91-year-old record. He's got his stats to back it up there. Right, finally then. Can I just ask, what was, what was his play there? He, he mentioned about seven. <laughs> I thought it was the Hal Murray. So my oh, play is, that... is the Hal Murray. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for answering the question. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, final wild card question of the regulation season comes from me. You know, it's the moment where I take you outside the NFL a little bit. And I merge a question from all sports around the world. We are fans of all sports. So trying to get your insight into this then. So wildcard question, final one of the regulation season, is which sport do you think uses video-assisted refereeing systems to the best ability? Yeah, so for me, I know cricket and tennis um, and rugby have all got it nailed down pretty much to a T. But if I compare football, soccer and American football, I think I, I like the way in NFL they explain, they show the decisions multiple times, they explain what they think is going to happen, what they're seeing. Whereas in football, we see, for example, in an offside or in a foul challenge, we see we have the commentator explaining it as opposed to a rules expert. And that's where some of the, the disagreement and the opinions come into it a bit more. I know you're always going to have opinions, but for me, the NFL does it slightly better. And in a sense that you can understand it more. However, as we mentioned earlier in the Raiders-Dolphins game, there was an error this week and that did end up costing the, the Raiders the game, really. Cliff, over to you. Yeah, I think the obvious one is cricket for me. I think they've probably got it down the best. But it's, in terms of what the English Premier League football, I think we're going to struggle just in the sense of how much it does slow down the game. Um, I mean, even NFL, there's there's more breaks, there's more stop-starts in the game. So video assistant referees will not hinder the speed of the game as much. And I think in terms of what we call football, in terms of, like I said, the Premier League, I like goal-line technology. I just think we need to have a massive revamp of VAR and how it's worked, in my, in my opinion, that doesn't slow down the game. Because it is a totally different game to what NFL... It's more fast-paced rather than, like we said, first yeah, so down, I think second, we're all agreeing It's definitely cricket. I think soccer's got a long way to go. For the final pod of the regulation season 2020. We will be back next week for a playoff special, which I assure you, listeners, will be an absolute treat. Remember to give us a thumbs up on our YouTube video that you've just listened to. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube page if you're not already a subscriber and make sure you follow us, follow us on our socials. Thank you very much for listening to us today. We wish you all the best with your punts and your picks this week. 
stay safe listeners and hope you have a very happy new year